Well, hey, what's up, everybody? Pastors JF and Ashley Wilkerson here, Pacific Coast Church. And we are standing in the lobby of Mount Tahoma High School, where we as PCC, we meet every week. And we'd love to have you come out. But we're really excited, Ash, about Easter just around the corner here. Yes, Easter Sunday, April 17th. We will have two amazing services, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. It's going to be an incredible celebration. And by the way, it's our very first birthday as a church. We are going to have bounce houses for the kiddos during service. They'll have worship just like we do, an incredible word. They'll have bounce houses. And then after service, after the 11 a.m., we're going to have an epic Easter egg hunt you will not want to miss. Hey, God's doing amazing things here. We would love to have you this Easter. Come on out, invite your friends, your neighbors, everyone you can think of. We'll see you here Easter Sunday, 9 a.m., 11 a.m. God bless you guys. Well, hey, what's up, Pacific Coast Church? My name's Pastor J.F. Wilkerson. I'm so honored that you are joining us today. Wherever you're watching from, we hope you know that you are welcome and we love you and we are with you. Hey, today uh, is our Sabbath weekend, our Sabbath Sunday. Some of you know that uh, we take four Sundays out of the year to not gather uh, in the physical, meaning every Sunday, as you know, we gather at Mount Tahoma High School in Tacoma, Washington. But four Sundays out of the year, we take some time to really just gather within our small groups, our families, our loved ones. And so this is an online experience today. And and I'm telling you, you're gonna love what we have in store for you. We have praise and worship. And I'm just, I'm not gonna give it all away right now, but you're gonna see here in the next couple of minutes. But we just wanna say thanks for being here today. Wherever you're watching from, you are welcome and we love you. Hey, we got some announcements for you here at PCC. Easter is right around the corner. April 17th, we have a 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. services. We got stuff for everybody, for the kids. We got bounce houses. We've got a huge Easter egg hunt after the 11 a.m. service. So I encourage you, invite your neighbors, spread the word. This is the time. If you're ever to invite somebody, it's Easter Sunday. And we'll be moving to two services starting Easter Sunday. So every week, we will have a 9 a.m and an 11 a.m. service. And we need Dream Team members, more volunteers to make this happen. So don't forget, you can sit in one and you can serve in one. And so we're excited about that. Also, baptisms are April 24th after the 11 a.m. service. On site, we're gonna do it. This is gonna be an incredible time of celebration. and. So we're really excited about that. If you want to get baptized, go to our website, www.pacificcoast.church. Set up, an, there's an online connect card there, and click baptisms, and we'll get you all dialed in. Or you can just email us directly at info at pacificcoast.church. We're really excited about that. As always, listen, always, we're just a call. We're a text away. Make sure you save this number. You're going to see it on your screen right now. 253-888-2148. You can submit your prayer request. This is a way that you can just be connected with us. Of course, hey, if you need prayer, call us. When when you text or you call that phone number, someone's there and they're going to pick up and we want to connect with you. Of course, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. 
you can just search, search that out, all right? Hey, I just wanna take a minute here and give you an opportunity uh, in your worship to give. This is the giving of our tithes, our offerings, and I want you to know if this is your first time or you're not fully really connected with PCC yet, don't feel obligated to participate. This is really for those of us who call Pacific Coast Church our church. And I gotta say, oh my goodness, we are, this is one year that we've been officially a church and I am just, I, my family, we, we have been blown away by the generosity of you. So many of you have part, partnered financially to see this dream come alive and it's just overwhelming. I'm just blown away by the generosity of so many of you. So I just wanna say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for partnering with us to lift up the name of Jesus here in the Pacific Northwest. And through this online platform, we're touching uh, folks all over the country and even the world. It's really, really cool. People tune in from everywhere. We get uh, messages from people from all over the place saying how much this uh, online platform blesses them. And so if you're watching, thank you. Thank you for your generosity. And maybe you're watching today and you're like, hey, I, I've never really participated in that area before of, of giving. Hey, maybe just give it a try. It's a pretty awesome thing. I know this has been such a huge part of my marriage, my wife and I, and, and what it means for us to be able to sow into the kingdom of God. So we encourage you to look into that and be a part of that. Hey, if you're giving online, you can check us out, pacificcoast.church backslash give. You can give through that way. One way that's just super easy, you can just text the word donation to 84576 and you'll get a direct link right to your smart device. It's pretty user friendly. Or if you're old school, I like old school too, you can make your checks out to Pacific Coast Church. You can mail them P.O. Box 66026. Tacoma, Washington, 98467. And give us all the information you're willing to so we can properly receipt you so you can get that um, tax benefit uh, for you and your family. Hey, we love you so much. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a great day. We have an incredible teaching and experience for you. And right now, what I want you to do is, I don't know, are you in your man cave? Are you on a walk down by the water? I don't know where you're at, how you're tuning in, but our worship team right now is going to lead us in praise and worship. So man, I don't know if you got kiddos, we wanna grab them right now, stand up in the living room, put the scramble, scrambled eggs and the pancakes off to the side, if you will, or just keep eating, it's fine. And we're just gonna worship God with our song right now, all right? Come on, let's join together in worship with our Pacific Coast Church worship team. And through it all, 
Is away. 
it is well Through it all, through it all My eyes are on you And it is well with me Wow, wasn't that amazing, a time of worship together? We have such a phenomenal team, and we're just so blessed. And today's a special day. Uh, this is what we call our seasonal Sabbath. And maybe you're just tuning in right now, and you, you're asking, well, what's that all about? Well, we as a church, we uh, really believe in the power of Sabbath, and we're called as believers to obey what Jesus called us to do. And so part of that is we actively do this um, as a church four times, every, every weekend, of course, but we are really focusing on teaching and talking about and practicing it four times a year, quarterly. And so this is, this is our spring seasonal Sabbath. And so many of you have obviously, are, we're not gathering in the physical right now, but we're gathering in small groups with our families and you're tuning in. And so we're just so grateful that you're with us today. We've got some of our, our PCC leadership here, and we're going to share a meal. We've got some food, and I hope you've got your food and you're with your friends and loved ones. But Ash, I'm just excited about today. Yeah, me too. And I want to welcome Pastor Angie Hall and Pastor Melinda Ecker and Pastor Ken Ecker. And we're just so grateful yeah. um, to have such strong pastoral leadership at Pacific Coast Church. But um, exactly what you were saying, babe, we... Um, every quarter have what we call a seasonal Sabbath. And I want to read a couple scriptures because I feel like so often, especially in current church life, we don't talk about Sabbath as much. And I told the story, I did a whole teaching on Sabbath a couple months ago. And uh, so go check that out if you want to uh, revisit that right online. But um, I talked about even having this conversation, how we talked with pastoral friends. But hey, how, how do you teach Sabbath? Yeah. And the answer was, uh, we don't teach Sabbath. <laughs> We're trying to get people to show up yeah. at church. Yeah. And, um, and I thought that was so intriguing. Um, but Sabbath is found throughout Scripture. I want to read first, starting off in Deuteronomy, starting in chapter 5, verse 12. These are instructions to God's people, right? And Scripture says, observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son nor your daughter nor your male or female servant nor your ox nor your donkey. I mean, he's pretty clear here, right? <laughs> or any of your animals nor any foreigner residing in your towns so that your male and female servants may rest as you do. Do you see how beautiful? Yes. It's so equal across the board. Mm -hmm. A Sabbath commanded for everyone, even, even our animals, right? Which I, I think is beautiful. Um, verse 15, remember that you, so here, here it is. It's, there's a rest mm -hmm. there and there's a remember. Yes. Mm -hmm. Resting yeah. 
and remembering. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. Oh, that'll preach. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand Amen. and an outstretched arm. Amen. Take time in Sabbath, yeah. right? As you're resting, yes. it's important that you're dwelling on, that you're remembering yes. what so, God's brought you out of yes. and what He's done in your yes. life, right? Therefore, Meaning because God has set you free, because he's been so good to you. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. So today, we are doing honestly what we saw in the spirit before we saw in the physical was this idea of us breaking bread and breaking some other stuff too. And and like taking time yeah. to rest and reflect. Now, this weekend is really special mm-hmm. because it is the one-year birthday yeah. of Pacific Coast Church. And man, I almost tear up uh, me too. thinking about it, um, what God's done. And so the idea that on this birthday, mm-hmm. this very first birthday of PCC, we can take time to pause and to remember and reflect openly and have conversations with you included about what God's done this year in us individually, in us corporately, Mm -hmm. because we've walked through some stuff, some real serious stuff. The whole world has walked through some stuff, right? And so we have this moment and I'm excited and, and we can nibble and stuff, but really I want, if we can take a second And um, Pastor Melinda, I'm going to start with you. Maybe give everybody an opportunity to kind of share a little of what God's done in you, through you, for you, what this year has meant to you. Well, one term I recently thought of as as I reflected back on this year, I feel like I've had uh, a spiritual shot of collagen, spiritual collagen, because mm-hmm. I have felt renewed and young like I did many years ago um, in being a part of a church from ground up, from ground zero. Uh, I just am thrilled. It's been, it's been kind of a dream I didn't really know I had. You know, Ken and I, and, and I also say it came at a high cost, for you and many others, and for us, but you were on the front lines there for sure, of a spiritual implosion, holocaust, whatever. But when we were your age, a little bit younger, we went through a spiritual holocaust at a church we had been a part of, our life was there, we worked there, Um, our friends, we were having kids together, and a whole different set of circumstances and reasons for it. But we lost it all. Our marriage was challenged at one point because we had a different viewpoint. And Ken said, I can't be apart. And I'm like, I'm not ready to leave. And it was part of some of the deception that we were under at the time, or I was under. But God supernaturally delivered me, and we got it together. And But the pain of it, I remember laying in bed one night. It was like, this is like a divorce. This is like losing a child or losing family. Mm-hmm. It was. And can I pause? Yes. Right. Tell me what that means, a spiritual holocaust. Because someone may be watching 
And that, that may be completely over their heads. Can you clarify for that? So I guess it would be you thought you're going down a road. You thought you knew God. You thought you knew what he was wanting, his plan. You're following your leaders. And then all of a sudden, like a hurricane, it turns upside down. And um, I think about, you know, sheep without a shepherd. And when our most recent one happened, that's what just bothered me so much is the collateral damage as well. And the sheep that were, uh, where's our leader? What this, you're saying they're, what? I, I don't understand. And it's like, am I crazy? Am I just, to the point years ago when we went through this, there was one short, small moment where I even thought, God, are you real? Is this real? Right. And that scared me so much. I'm like, oh, I know you are. I know you are. Forgive me, I said that. But, at that point, for me, I had to put so many things I believe and thought on a shelf, and just for a long time, for about, two, two, about a year and a half, two years, all I know is Jesus died for me, and he loves me. Yeah. And everything else is kind of up for grabs right now. Yeah, deconstruction. Yes. Is the word, yes. Right? It's the buzzword right now. And so the pain, the loss, that was awful. But I've said through the years, what I gained in my personal relationship with Jesus. I actually said at one point before we left that church, I like, I remember asking Ken one time, now, what is it we believe about that? (laughs) (laughs) That was gone. Now it was like me and him and the word. And I love the word of God. When I got born again, it was like a flashlight on it. This was the same thing again. It's like I was seeing things for the first time for myself. And I had several very real personal encounters with the Lord that I really haven't had since, uh, where it was so real, like he was just speaking to me. And, uh, and Ken and I then, through the years, we began to see, what is it, God, what do you really want? What is the church supposed to be and right, look like? Right, right. What's the truth? What are you really calling us to? And we reframed, and we got, you know, certain things we knew needed to happen, and where we needed to be, and so then we became a part of another church, yeah. a church that we just have recently left, and we saw some of the components that we thought, you know, were right and good and true, and they were, and and we jumped in, and God beautifully opened the door for Ken's ministry with Deaf, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and we became a part of that. But through the years, honestly, it was like walking with a big rock in my shoe. Mm where it's like something just doesn't feel right. Right. Certain things just, it's not comfortable. This isn't right. Mm -hmm. But... Isn't it funny how we kind of ignore that? Yes. And we've been taught to Mm -hmm. ignore that in so many realms. It is. It is. And then um, what happened at that church and all the things that were so wrong about it, Um, we felt very released then yes. mm-hmm. that it was time to go. And so to me, it was like, oh, I was so excited. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sorry for freedom. Ryan. This is so like, yeah. like I'm telling you, spiritual college and like, do I look 25 again? You know, <laughs> no, I know I don't. But, <laughs> but so I have so appreciated that. And then realizing, I'm sorry, I'm not taking up all this time, oh, but... No. Seeing 
how you have started to lay the foundation. We're still laying the foundation, right? You are still laying the foundation. And my mouth is like hearing you guys, here you are, start preaching from your garage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that was so awesome. the authenticity, love that word. Yeah. Being authentic, mm-hmm. being transparent. Yes. yes. And servant leadership. I read a book 30 years ago about servant leadership, and we've been proponents of that. But seeing it in action like never before. And it just thrills me. It thrills me to be part. We're not perfect. There's no perfect church. Ken used to tell me that many times. Well, we could do this, we could do that, but we'll just see other things that are wrong. It's true. So thank you. (laughs) Thank Thank you. I'm like, oh you're my kids. Yeah. You know, it's, um, so it's just been beautiful yeah. to see. Well, we, we um, would never, ever, ever want to go through the experience we went through 30 years ago, one year ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yet the lessons that we've learned yes. from those yeah. are so incredibly yeah. valuable. Mm-hmm. I have found innumerable times and opportunities to minister to others and give them encouragement that it doesn't have to be perfect to be the hand of God and to be able to receive and to be ministered to. Um, But we have, honestly, we, this, yeah, I I haven't felt the collagen. Um, I (laughs) still, just extra wrinkles, but uh, (laughs) have felt so refreshed in this past year. So excited. Um, Most people don't have a clue what it takes to start up a church. They don't have any understanding. Um, When you go into a a church service and you sit and and you enjoy everything, all you're thinking about is how it feels to me. But realistically, there is so much preparation and and behind the scenes, the tech stuff that goes on and has to be all in order. And if the tech stuff is really good, you don't even notice it's there. And then all all of the music and the the worship leader, uh, we don't realize how important that is and, and how much that is drawing the congregation in and then setting them up for receiving the word that's going to be preached and then the message and how that is presented because certainly you can, well, we learned during COVID that you can see messages from all over uh, and what we're getting at PCC has been to us an absolute delight. Uh, Just wonderful to see the depth of the Word of God. And then after the message, there's the follow-up and all the, the ushers, the greeters, the setup crew and the yeah, teardown because yeah. we've been a mobile church yeah. for a whole year. Well, <laughs> quite a bit of that year we were just watching it yeah. online. <laughs> but the, during the times that we did have to get together before we started at Mount Tahoma, they were all, well, they were cleanup and then set up and tear down. And and, they take a lot of people to be involved. And 
What is just amazing to me is how the depth of the teams that we have now, right. the ministries, the children's ministries, oh the, the adult ministries, the before service, after service, during service, the prayer times, the, yeah. the small groups that are in place. This is just, it, it amazes me because these are things that take years and years and years to develop unless God is in the picture. And, and it's all come together in such a, hard to believe it's been a year. Yeah. And yet it's been a long time, but it's been such a short time too. And to find the depth and the, the, the breadth of the groups that we have and the ministries that we have, uh, it's just astounding and so refreshing. I feel like, the key to all of that has been that you guys have sought the Lord mm -hmm. and wanted to do things, not just this is the way churches run, right. but how are we supposed to be doing this, God? Mm -hmm. What are the components that need to be here? Not just yeah. what is every other church on the block doing, right. but what are we supposed to be doing? And then how are we supposed to be doing yeah. it? And to find that, that's such a blessing. Yeah. We've been just And I love that you've been open to hear. Mm. You know, because I remember you saying at one point, like, I don't even know kinda what's up and what's down anymore, you know. <laughs> it's that deconstruction. Yes. We've and I gone love through it. that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I think Sabbath is a really important part of that. No. I mean, everything that you said yes. segues. I literally, I had this quote from a, a pastor that we love reading, and he wrote we keep Sabbath not because it makes us more productive at work. Mm -hmm. We keep it to resist the idol of productivity. Right. We are more than what we produce. This idea of Sabbath really helps us remember mm -hmm. that it is God mm -hmm. who does yes. it. Yes. yes, we are to do what he's called us to do, but he, depending on us, right? Like it, this is not about how hard we work, oh, we, oh, if we don't do it, God, God's not gonna. Right. No, we'll be obedient, mm -hmm. but it has to be God. It has to be Him. Or it's yeah. all in vain. Yes. And, and I think Sabbath helps us pause and remember yes. that, hey, yeah, you know what? We can take four Sundays out of the year and not even meet mm, yeah. in a mm -hmm. building. We can just be online exactly. and watch what God will do. Exactly. When everybody's Absolutely. telling us, what are you doing? <laughs> do you know the science of momentum? Do you know? And we're like, we know the scripture says that we're supposed to do, like weekly Sabbath yeah. individually, but it's so important, just like the tithing thing that we've talked yeah. about, that we do it corporately to call attention. Right. And I think that's, it's everything. Beautiful. And, Beautiful. and, you know, back to your point, Pastor Ken, just... Um, you, you know, what it takes, what it takes. I think part of what it takes is all of us being willing to being okay with it looking different. Yes. Yes. Um, being okay with saying, you know what, I've never tried this before mm -hmm. or these, these ideas and just being like, maybe I can. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're sitting right now, not in a professional studio, we're in a storage unit on South Tacoma Way. <laughs> And we are, we are, yeah, yeah, seriously. And, and, and what's so cool about that is that we're surrounded by professional, uh, you know, studio level 
engineer camera fellas that are helping us out right now. That the Lord brought in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're so amazing. That's, that's, but that's the point I'm trying to make. Just yeah. It's been so cool seeing so many people come together and say, hey, Shocking. we see what's going on there and, yeah. and we, want to be a, we want to be a part of that in, in, every, in any way that we can. Yeah, sure. And so just the sacrifices that people have made mm-hmm. um, from, from you know, some of the traditional settings of you know, children's ministry, but then like people opening their doors and saying, yes. I, don't, I don't really know what it means to maybe serve in, that, um, in this capacity, but I have this thing that I can, I can lend you, yeah. or I have this thing. And it's just been yeah. fun, Pastor Angie, yeah. just um, experiencing people's willingness and excitement mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, let's try it. Let's, let's try do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's been really, really cool for me. Yeah, yeah. Really I think for me too, the, the idea of... Um, before the Lord even kind of revealed that to you guys on how we would walk this out, this whole Sabbath thing. I feel like after the blow of what we went through, cause it was a blow and there were some times that, whew, you know, you, waves. yes, waves and <laughs> yeah. the things, um, because life was in motion before that happened too. Um, some of us, um, we're walking that journey before the rest of you all got brought into that journey. So we were kind of already a little battered and bruised, um, but we weren't, we hadn't given up on it. We just didn't know that it was going to resolve in that way. We, we knew that there would eventually be some resolve to it, but we just didn't know it would be that way. But in that, when that, when everyone got pulled into this thing, and um, I think I I always thought it was a miracle to see you guys in the garage. It was cool to see you in the garage, but it was a miracle to see them in the garage knowing what we all had been through. Right, because we would cry, we would cry on the phone, and then I'd get my makeup dialed in, and we'd go sit I would be sitting at home going, if people only knew, like, and so it's just like this intercession always for them, but then also the time that we spent that nobody knew about, like, where we had no words, and we, you know what I'm saying, we we didn't have to hide, or for each other, we didn't have to be anything. Um, yeah. we could just be beat up. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we got, um, pushed into this season of, and I think all of us, I don't even know who said it first, but it was like, are we really supposed to be still doing this thing? Right. Yeah. Because we Asking didn't know questions. if yeah. we really sure. should be, sure. but with, at the same time, like you mentioned about like, um, who's the pastor? Like, who's the, wait, what's happening? We felt that there were too many people out there who instantly had to ask themselves that question. And so we spent a lot of time praying and crying over the ones we don't know what happened. Like who, and so of course the Lord let me out of that a little bit in my morning for that um, by reminding me they're his, you know, they're, they, those are my kids, I'll, I'll get them. You know, it's just the idea that um, you just hate to see people go through that kind of thing. But for me, that pushed us into this season already uh, of, okay, I'm not done, but what is next? But we're still here, we're still together, but what are we doing? But at the same time, we were resting and he is healing. And it was, you could just feel this healing thing. We didn't know what, we could not see. We were asking like, do you see it yet? Do you see it yet? No, I don't see it yet, you know? Mm. And, um, but we knew every step we were taking was right. So it was weird, right? (laughs) um, And so when, when we started doing this again, and we still say it now, we still don't know if this is the method we're always going to do right. because we're, we're doing what we know how to do, but we're open 
at whatever you say, God, Absolutely. it's next. Yeah. Right. And so we are in a season of Sabbath. Mm-hmm. I think all, as a whole, as our church, even as some of us are like, hoo-hoo for April 3rd, because, you know, mobile church is mobile church. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is, hoo-hoo, we're working. But, and thank you all who are working. Thank you. Um, but uh, we are in a season of Sabbath, but I think it's different. I think it's not, part of us wants to think, oh, hold on, because pretty soon you're not going to be able to. But I don't know if that's what it is. Some of me thinks that, watch what I can do in this. Right. Watch what I can do with it just like this, you know, and I've been getting a little bit of that from him every once in a while, too. But we'll see what happens. Like, I'm just open to whatever he says. I know at at the start, I was like really praying for a building, praying for a building, praying for a building. And I almost felt I don't know how you feel about this, but almost like pull it back a little bit. It's just not the right time right now. But there's some if I can say it, because it is. Heavy lifting, I always say, you guys do the heavy lifting on Sunday morning. <laughs> Even though I am there, which is a miracle, at 7 a.m. I'm not, brag- I don't, not bragging about myself. Ken knows I am not a morning person. It's, it's my favorite morning of the week. Because when I'm driving there, I feel the presence of Jesus every Sunday when I'm driving there. But anyway, um, where was I going with that? Oh, just the building it's like it's kind of nice in some ways, I'm sure you've maybe felt this, that we don't have it because it leaves it open to just do what you're doing, which is lay the foundation. Mm -hmm. Figure out who we are and where we're going without having all the other stuff that comes with the building, because it will come. Well, and I think for me, this, again, going, man, I can't release that word deconstruction Mm -hmm. because it's what you were talking about, Pastor Angie, it's, I mean, it's, it's both. For me, I have to stop and go, okay, is God telling you to do that or is that Ashley? Is God telling you to do that or is that culture? That's good. Is God telling you to do that or is that just what other people are doing? Right. Right. Um, And that changes everything. Yes. Oh my gosh, it changes everything. And so then you have things like when I reflect on this year, and one of the most powerful things that I feel like we walked through was reading that book together yes. as women's Bible oh, study. No well, I've never done that before. I've never hosted a book club before, right? <laughs> right. I've only like taught things that I've written. And so that for me was brand new. Yeah. I knew that I knew that I knew that God was calling was us to do that. Yeah. And, and I told Pastor Angie, for me personally, ministry-wise, I think those weeks that we spent together mm-hmm were the most impactful ministry wise that I've ever experienced my it whole was life. So impactful. And like I remember, you know, the traditional like church services where you're there for hours and those are great. Yeah. But what if God wants to do this now? Exactly. In this season. Exactly. And being open to that, yes. which I thought I was Love open it. before. But, but I don't know if I was that open, right. you know, and having to like question that. I don't know. That's me personally. And I think that the pandemic taught us a lot of those oh, lessons yeah. because yeah. we thought, oh, we can't meet in person. Church is going to die. Right. There'll be, you know, right. there'll be four or five people who are willing to tune in each week. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't that right. way yeah. at all. No. And as much as we thought that you know, to feel the presence of the Lord, you got to be together. And well, nobody's going to argue. We love being together sure. and feeling that, but sure. you still can get that on in, online. And we learned that, you know, yeah. we've got to look at these things a little differently. Yes. 
and um, uh, and it's so like what you were saying with the Bible study, uh, the women's Bible study, that a first time never thought this would work, but you see how God takes hold yes. of that, mm -hmm. and we're seeing that in nearly every area. Uh, uh, the, the things that we didn't know we could do it this way, and hey, God's there. Yeah. Yeah, and back to your point, Pastor, I, you know, buildings and properties mm -hmm. and structure. I love all of that stuff. Sure. Yeah. We all love all of that stuff. But what a great reminder that the church isn't buildings. Yeah. Right. 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 We used to say it while we were in the building. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, it's been... easy to say. When yeah. You yeah. Okay. But I think I think one of the things that for some people they've been taught this, but for all of us, like it's just a great reminder that the church is people. Yes. It's humans, the people of God. And yeah. to your point, the stuff that we learned over the pandemic is hey, we can connect through virtual platforms if we must. Yes. And so we're going to use every Everything. tool, yeah. every method uh, to reach people for Christ and, and gather in community, whatever that looks like. And yes. so that was a huge thing. To Another thing that, that, that I really learned and I felt like the Lord spoke to me was that I think in this new season of ministry that we're all in, um, we can really say what the Lord is impressing oh upon us. Yes. Right? It's like... Yes. Yes. It's like, and so I, like we have, I mean, in the context of, of giving sermons, um, that's one thing, but just even being able for everybody to open up and yes. say, hey, this is what uh, I feel like the Lord's put on my heart, or this is what I'm going through. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I come yeah. from. Really? This is the stuff that I was hurt by. Yes. And I feel like it's been a beautiful um, uh, journey of heat the beginning of healing yes. for so many people Absolutely. because we are able to go hey let's be honest yes, yes. let's yes. let's tell the truth yes. what happened yes. you know how can how can I uh, bless you love you serve you yes. and so it's been cool seeing people yeah. literally being almost like like liberated yeah and mm -hmm. people going wait I've known you for this many, I had no idea. Yeah. And there's like this cool connection that takes place. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit gets involved and it's like, it, it's been a beautiful process. And for me too, mm -hmm. I'm not saying everyone, no, like me, for me too, I've been able to say things that I've kept bottled up yeah. and I, I can do it in a private or in a, around a table. Mm -hmm. But not only that, I can say it in front of people, yeah. into a camera. Yeah. And, and feel like there won't be any rep repercussions. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so that's been pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I love, guys, about who we are, who PCC is, is that we're truly authentic and we're creating an environment where we are going to tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. If it hurts, if it's, you know, whatever, we're not going to be mean to each other, but we're not going to be doing the things that we all were exposed to, whether it be where we came from or several different places. I think it's, we all know, we are seeing a lot of things that are happening right now in the global yes. church that is telling us that this is the thing that, that we all struggle with. Yes. So we're not going to do that by the grace of God. We're gonna hold each other accountable and we're going to speak truth and we're not gonna make people feel bad for um, their feelings or speaking truth. Um, we're going to hold each other accountable when it has to happen, even through the hard subjects. Yeah. And I will pause for a second and say thank you guys for, I mean, I know that it's still a growing thing for all of us. And we're still, I mean, all of us have a whole long way to go in a lot of topics, but there are some topics that you guys openly spoke about with racism and other things like that, that you took heat for. And 
it needs to be talked about out loud. And so thank you for that because it shouldn't feel like a dirty word. I'm here, okay? <laughs> and people like me are here, so yes. it's okay to talk about it, you know? But I think that um, I look forward to that continuing in us. It doesn't have to be just because we were hurt that we were talking about it. Right. We yeah. get the opportunity now, like you yeah. said, with no one, no repercussions right. for speaking and walking in truth with one another. And we're okay to stub our toe here and there because we know it's gonna happen. But because we know it's gonna happen, we're gonna get back up again and, and get back at it and keep going. That's, you know what, I, 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 this past week we had child dedications, mm -hmm. our mm -hmm. first ones ever. Mm -hmm. And like just seeing that stage like and, and, and seeing the diversity of this thing called Pacific Coast Church. It's, I mean, from, from age demographic yeah. to, to the, the racial component, mm -hmm. all the different ethnicities that mm -hmm. are represented, yeah. so many children. Yes. We have a beautiful partnership with a, a deaf church, deaf community led, led by these pastors right here. Yeah. While one of us is preaching, uh, Pastor Ken is, is signing. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. And, and so I'm so honored to get to, like this has been a dream for us, mm -hmm. to be a part of a community that really looks like heaven, wow. you know? And that's what we get to do here. And I'm excited about Beautiful. that. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Segway, Pastor Ken. No. I, well, I just, I think that for me too, that passage on, um, gosh, uh, on Sabbath really reflects that yeah. because it leads with remember yes. that you were in slavery. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that for yes. Sabbath, it's so important to, uh, to pause and understand that there are moments that maybe they missed all of the food available to them mm -hmm. while they were still in slavery in Egypt, That's right? True. They missed maybe specific elements of certain things, well, yes. right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And maybe they yes. didn't want manna every day. Right. Lord, right. this tastes the same, right? And yet, it was what they wanted. Yes. Which is what you're saying yeah. there. You know, this last year, there's so, gosh, there were so many days that were so difficult to get hard, out of bed. Hard. Days that I cried myself to sleep. Same. Days that, um, I was angry that God had still called me to pastor, mm -hmm. yep. right? Because, yep. I mean, we talked about, yeah, we didn't know what, I was so mad because I didn't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We had those conversations. Yeah. It was like, Lord, the Pacific Northwest has not been super nice to me. <laughs> Can we please? I thought this would be so accepting to women and... Oh, okay, so can we go somewhere else? Can we? And that was so clear to us that we couldn't. Yeah. And so clear to us what we were supposed to do. Yeah. And, and yet, as we continue to walk in it, mm -hmm. despite the grief, yeah. right? The grief still it comes is, in waves. Is, yes, still comes. Yeah. And you know, I was reading a thing about grief the other day, and there was a, a, a loss of a a musician this week that we've loved since childhood. And, um, and I felt that so hardcore. Mm -hmm. And I was reading about grief that I've never met Taylor Hawkins. Like, yes. I, but I loved him. And yet I cried mm -hmm. 
And I was like, Lord, this is weird. Like, I, yeah, I love Food Fighters, you know, but still. Um, and it's because there's residual grief yes. that hasn't surfaced, yeah. that yeah. those things that will prick at your skin allow it to surface. Yeah. And I'm finding that mm-hmm. in areas. So there's still grief there. Always. But there's so much gratitude. Yes. There's this pausing to remember and to remember not just what he's done this year, but what he brought us out of. Yes. What yeah. he, remembering what he's promised that we're still going to see yeah. and how powerful that is. And I, I just, for me, it's, it's all of those things mm-hmm. kind of wrapped in one. Mm-hmm. And I do have one more scripture, but if anybody else wants to add to that, you can add while I pull it Well, just it up. the idea that uh, pausing and it, our culture is so opposed to that. Um, we are taught, and part of our personalities too, especially those of us around this table, is to get lots accomplished yeah. Yeah. and to keep doing. And yeah, that's yeah. how we measure our worth yes. by how much I accomplished. Mm-hmm. And so to stop yes. seems counterintuitive and, and um, can't do that. And yet it is in those pauses when we realize that it's not about me, it's not about what I'm doing, it's about God. And I need to just kind of realign myself with Him and rest in Him. Mm -hmm. And then it's also, it's not just stopping what I'm doing, but it really is that being refreshed. It's that um, being refueled, um, that such a blessing. That's Mm -hmm. what the Sabbath is all about. Perfectly said, exactly it. Mark 2, I just want to kind of close these thoughts with um, remembering that Sabbath was never supposed to be a religious, staunch, you got to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And Jesus reminded us in his own words. Mark 2, starting in verse 23, says, One Sabbath Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as his disciples walked along, they began to pick some heads of grain. And the Pharisees said to him, look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath, right? They're not doing it exactly how we have outlined everything we've always done, everything we said, even though we added a lot of rules to the Word of God, right? Verse 25, he, meaning Jesus, answered, have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the days of Abiathar, the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, dun, 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 right? Which is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. I want you to underline this next verse, verse 27. Then he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the son of man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Friends, I am so grateful that we as a body are really working to make sure that that is the heart, right? Right? That we're not inflicting any sort of rules on people. No, this is exactly how you do do it. No, no, you have to do it this way. That it is, hey friends, let's just focus on rest Mm -hmm. and remembering, right? And how powerful that is and can be. You know what? And so I have one symbol that I'm excited about us sharing today because it is our first birthday as Pacific Coast Church. And so in a second, 
there'll be a birthday cake and we'll blow out the candle together. But what's beautiful about that is that we don't even have to make wishes, right? We just have to look to the Lord yes. and ask Him to have His will done in our lives as we do our best to be obedient, right? But I'm so excited to continue to reflect and remember, but definitely to look forward. And I've been sitting here looking at this bread, right? <laughs> I'm going to tear into it in a second, but I was just thinking about one of the things that Jesus taught us, you know, and he said, what are the things he taught us to pray for? And he said, give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Just reminded that as a church, uh, we are committed to just simply trusting in Amen. God, the things of God and what he has for us. And we're just going to take it day by day. Yeah. Back to your point. Mm-hmm. Hey, if, if the methods need to change, if, if we switch it up, hey, we're going to trust God for yeah. today and he's going to have us for tomorrow. Amen. So we're going to pray. And, and if you're with your, your family, your friends, your small group, your loved one, we want to pray with you. Join us right now. This is, we're just getting started here at PCC and we're excited. All right, Lord, we just take a minute and we just stop and say thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for what you brought us from, through. There was some tearful days and nights and but Lord God I thank you that through all of that uh, you were with us and we've grown so much you've taught us so much so Lord God I thank you for this beautiful church called Pacific Coast Church we thank you for the year that we've had it's just it blows my mind all that you've done God we thank you that the people that have come to Christ already in the last 365 days, Lord God. And Lord, we are excited for tomorrow and the next, next day. You have great plans for our church. We love and we are committed to the Pacific Northwest. And we thank you that you are moving here. So Lord God, I bless every friend that's watching right now. Lord God, all of us at some level are going through something difficult today. So I pray that you would heal them, Lord Jesus. Give people peace right now. Let them know that you're with them and that their church community is with them. And so we thank you, Lord Jesus, and we just dedicate this first birthday right to you. And we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we've got a cake. Come on. Happy birthday. Pacific Coast Church. Come on. It's been a great one. Great things are ahead. You guys ready to blow it out? Yeah. One, two, three. Well, hey, man, I I just so hope that you enjoyed that. I am so incredibly blessed and honored to get to sit alongside such amazing leaders here at our church. Um, I'm just overwhelmed by our team and their thoughtfulness. And this has been a huge year in the life of our church. We have experienced some low valleys together, haven't we? But we've also experienced all that God is doing, and it's beautiful. And we have a huge future in front of us. We're so excited. I hope you are too. I I hope in the midst of the chaos that we're experiencing in the world, I mean, you turn on the news, you know, it's 24-7 now and it just seems to be all bad. I want you to know that in the midst of that information, in the midst of your fear and anxiety, listen, we're all human and we experience these emotions and the uncertainty of it all. I want you to know that I I do know this one thing. The word says that he is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. Are you looking for consistency? Are Are you looking for something that you can stand on? Are you looking for actual real peace that doesn't come in the 
form of a pill or a substance or a, or a, or a loose relationship, I'm telling you, you can experience God in such a unique way. And so I just wanna, I wanna encourage you. Listen, we believe here at Pacific Coast Church in the power of the word. We, we believe in the power of God and what he can do in our lives, but we also believe in community. That's the way we're designed, that's the way we're wired. And I want you to know that, that this local church, there's, there's phenomenal local churches all over here in the Pacific Northwest, and I love, I love them all. We just encourage you to, to get connected into one of them. If it's, if it's Pacific Coast Church, God bless. If it's somewhere else, beautiful. Just get into community. And if you're just, if it's like the first time, you're like, well, I don't even know where to start. We, listen, write down this phone number and we will get connected with you right away. 253-888-2148. We wanna get connected with you. If you wanna call us, you wanna text us, we'll uh, get everything out to you. If you have prayer requests, if you need someone to visit you in the hospital, if you need, if, listen, we have a phenomenal team. You just heard from them. Those are real people that wanna get into your life if, if, if you're up for it and we wanna do life with you. So please hit us up. Know that we're praying for you. We are so excited. Hey, we're coming into Holy Week. We're excited about that. Easter's coming. Make sure you invite somebody. I'm telling you, you gotta be there. 9 a.m., 11 a.m., Mount Tahoma High School, bounce houses. It's gonna be a part. The, wait, till you, wait till you hear the worship team on Easter Sunday. It's gonna be ridiculous. Huge Easter egg hunt. There's gonna be kids everywhere. So I'm excited about that, all right? Hey, have a wonderful day. God bless.